Hi, I'm Erica Darvis. Hi, I'm Amy Randolph. And you're listening to Podcast Rewind. We are two best friends talking hot topics and all of the podcasts that we're totally obsessed with. So come please be our friend on social media. You can find us at Podcast RWD on Instagram and Twitter. And then head over to Facebook and search Podcast Rewind. You can listen to our show wherever you're already listening to your favorite podcasts. Stitcher, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever that is, make sure that you rate, review, and subscribe because we need your stars to keep this show going. Cheers. Cheers. Let's talk podcasts. Hey, Rewinders. Welcome to episode 76 of Podcast Rewind. I'm one of your hosts, Amy Randolph, and you guys, I'm sitting with my best friend what? and co-host, what? Erica Jarvis. Hi, Amy. You think I'm your best friend? Oh my God, girl. That's so nice of you. Have I never told you you're my beffer? Nope. My Definitely B-F-F. not. Listen, I am here for compliments, you and that's it. Me. <laughs> I got you, sis. Thank you. But yes, episode 76 of Podcast Rewind, coming at you, fresh, hot, and no longer the Summer of Rewind. It is not, you guys. We have a completely brand new original episode today. Um, it's it's August, you know? It it's is. back to school time. You gotta get it back in gear. Yeah. Was enjoying the summer, though? I did. Without really. summer vacation. <laughs> it was just like, it was like a mild summer vacation for us and of the brain. Yeah, but you know, it was not, It was like summer reading yes. where, you know, we assigned ourselves weekly, mm-hmm. sit down on the mic, talk a bit, but, you know, also go outside and play. Take a break. <laughs> play some golf. Yeah, just come inside when it gets dark out. Dinner will be ready. I'll ring the bell. Absolutely. <laughs> I mean, I did go on vacation. I just got home yeah, literally did. 24 hours ago from LA, but it was so whirlwind. I'm that person that's like, oh, the day you get back from vacation, you go to work the next day. Yeah, you're insane that way. I always give myself buffer days. I see why. I'm going on vacation next week, and I'm only going Thursday to Sunday, but I took Monday and Tuesday (laughs) off work. Because day one is come back, assimilate back Mm -hmm. to life, do laundry. Day two is like, well... What else do I want to do? Exactly. It's still my vacation. Yes. And I'm a big staycationer fan. Yeah. So I like to have a couple days either on the front or the back of a travel vacation to like, you know, catch up on the DVR, pet my cats, do whatever the F I want to do. Right. Speaking of the DVR, Mm -hmm. I came home from my little trip and found my favorite show recorded on the DVR. What is that? What is that? Food Network, Kid Baking Championship. Oh, you do love that show. I love it so much. And so I caught a little bit of that this morning when I was like having breakfast and getting ready to go back to work, but also in that mode of, you're so tired. Why are you going back to work already? (laughs) What have you done? Yeah, you've got to plan this out differently. I know. Now, I know we recorded an entire episode about breaking up with Bachelor Nation. Yeah. But also on my DVR, Uh I noticed Bachelor in Paradise started last night. Are you going to? I think I might cheat. I think you should because I'm hearing some things already on episode one. Oh, I already saw like the memes. I guess Blake already loses his shit. Yeah. Oh my god. My big pod cat is already making a nuisance of herself on the show because she wants to go hide in the closet. I, I don't know what that says about her as an individual, 
Well, if she's going to lay on the vacuum, I would love if she would take it for a run around the apartment and just, you know, clean the carpets. Do you know how badly I want my cats to be Roomba cats? <laughs> I, I do, First too. of all, I just really badly want a Roomba. Of course. Because I hate to physically vacuum. Prime day just happened. You know there must have been a Roomba I, or seven. I, no, I looked. I still can't afford. Oh, okay. Even on Prime day. But I really also want to do the thing where I put my cats in shark costumes yes. and I ride the Roomba yeah. and I recreate that Shark Week video <laughs> yes. that goes viral every year because it's fucking hilarious. It's so good. Your cats would never. I think I could get Lo on board. Lo is up for an adventure at all times. <laughs> She's Sandy, a monster. Sandy's a pissant like me. Like, Sandy doesn't like new things. Sandy's also, um, is there a weight restriction on a Roomba? <laughs> That is a great question. Uh, you know what I did do for my cats this weekend? What? Is they, they really like this, like, catnip spray that I get for them pretty often. Uh-huh. And I went to the store to get more, and they, they were out of stock of their regular catnip spray, but I did find another brand called Meowawana. <laughs> Amazing. Tell it's me this, all about Meowawana. It's this little, like, green bottle of, like... It looks, I mean, it looks like it should be drugs. Yeah, of course. <laughs> For sure. And it's, it's cat pot, and yes, they like. Can we also call it Meowie Jane? We can definitely call it Meowie Jane. Perfect. Excellent, Paul. Well, I know we're not cats. We are not. But there are things that we as adults can enjoy and imbibe mm-hmm. that is legal currently in the state of Florida. So, Amy, <laughs> mm-hmm. cheers. I think it's time for... Drink of the week. Drink of the week. Hey, look, one of these days when, you know, um, what's the word, recreational pot is finally, um, you know, just legal all over. Yeah, but especially for the people, in Florida. It's all about it. Do you think we could switch out drink of the week one week for pot of the week? Or I don't think I'm, Joint of the week? I don't think I'm that cool. <laughs> we still can't smoke in this apartment. Like No, I think it's all is like a hard no for me at the end of the day. I think I'm gonna stick with my cheap rose that I picked up at the Walgreens. Is that what your drink of the week is? Yeah, it's the chicken rose as I call it. I love chicken rose. Yeah. I so do. guys, it has a French name, it's like Le Fermier or whatever, but there's a chicken on it, so I just call it chicken rose. <laughs> As you should. Oh, uh, yeah. She she texts me sometimes like, hey, can you bring me home a bottle of chicken? And I know exactly what she's talking about. I know that it's not Publix breaded situation. No. I absolutely know that it's the rosé. Absolutely. It's so cheap. It, it really is. Yeah. Right? And it's really good, too, which is crazy. It is a good rosé. Okay, but what are you drinking? Um, You know, I... I'm drinking a red wine. I'm having yeah. 14 Hands Smooth Red Blend. Okay. A lot of my friends think I don't even like red wine. What? You love red wine. I do. I don't drink it very often, though, because I love white wine. Grigio. Uh-huh, and beer. But I do like red wine. And, and, you know, in the summertime, for me, like, it's a little cloying. Yeah. But today, I was uh, picking up a drink, thinking about the podcast, what I want to imbibe on tonight. Uh-huh. And uh, a, a red wine just really spoke to me. So You know what? And it's also Going not back to crazy school. hot. It's not it's crazy a- hot, no. It's not terrible out, so, like, you can totally enjoy a red. And it's also, we've got the fan on. It's fine. But, like you said, you've been gone the last five-ish days from the Central Florida Nightmare. Girl, it has rained so fucking hard. Uh So, do-do-do-do-do, here's your Central Florida weather update from WRPR. WRPR. (laughs) Um, 
has not stopped raining since you left. It's like Florida yeah. was crying to not have you here. Oh, that makes me so happy that they missed me because I missed Florida. We should call this episode Amy Compliments Erica. Guys, this doesn't happen often. <laughs> it really doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't. It's because I'm already half in the bag. <laughs> <laughs> I told you before we got... Okay, so we... Guys, like, we have a topic coming up, and so we really needed to talk through our yeah. show before we started, and um, I got going with the wine, and I told Erica before we got on the mic, like, it's time to start up a little tipsy. <laughs> being honest with your rewinders, being honest. But we love a show when Ames is a little tipsy. I like a show when you're a little drunk. Actually, we have gotten too drunk to even record the show sometimes when yep. we're prepping for the show. Yeah, because sometimes there is a lot of back work. I mean, a show just doesn't happen. There <laughs> no. is a lot of back work. This um, art that we are why making. I'm terrible and always like, guys, five-star review. Please rate, review, and subscribe. It's so much work on our end. <laughs> but we love doing it. <laughs> Though Amy, every time, is like, girl, you have to stop being so thirsty. If you're thirsty, drink your wine. <laughs> Don't ask the listeners for more five-star reviews. Drink your juice, Shelby. But also, guys, like, it just like, really helps when it comes to like the search results. Yeah, I mean, look, we're looking for sponsored ads, guys. Right? We can't keep up this alcoholism on our own paychecks. My boss listens to this show. Hey, boy. What up? Hey. So great. Love it. Ooh, okay, so I think it's time to end that segment. Let's end it. Um, let's talk about what we're obsessed with this week. And I'd be like, why are you so obsessed with me? Yes. Last week, Amy, if I can go first. Please do. You pre-guessed that my obsession of this week would be my trip to LA. I did. I did and do that. you were correct. Oh my. What? God. I know. I had a great, quick trip to LA. Saw all the girls out there. Saw Mumford and Sons, which was so fun. I mean, look, I've been to two shows with you, and Mumford can put on a fuck hell of a show. show. A great show. At one point in time, it's during a song called Ditmas from the Wilder Mind album. Mm-hmm. You know. Um, <laughs> Marcus Mumford, the lead singer, runs through the crowd. And so it is pretty Sorry. amazing how he's able to do it like with one security guard. Yeah, but we all agree, like, be cool around Marcus. Like, he is our leader. Respect. Everyone respect, respect the Marcus. So he came up pretty close to our group, and I ran over, and I had this great video, and yeah. I'm, like, maybe 20 feet away. It was so exciting. Then he goes running through the crowd to go back up on stage and just fucking body checks one of the guys in our group and, like, almost knocks him to the ground, and Kyle's, like, 6'4". Like, it was rad. It was so... So cool. So it was just like an awesome experience. It was their first time ever playing in an outdoor stadium. We were at like the Bank of California Stadium in LA where I think they're called the Galaxy. Like their soccer team plays. Right. That's almost as bad as the 1-800-ESC-GARY Amphitheater that we used to have over in Tampa. Correct. Now it's in mid-Florida credit amphitheater yeah not much better not better I don't know why stadiums just can't be called something cool like well, the Orlando Stadium I know, sponsors I get it but I, I still wish they could come up with something fucking cooler it's always a bank or a loan or mid Atlantic you know, whatever the fuck right it's always some like loan shark <laughs> covering the sponsorship but um this the LA trip was really great we had a really fun Sunday fun day brunch oh, on yes. Melrose and West Hollywood my friend Ashley and I bought crystals. She bought sage. I mean, we just did the L.A. things that you do. Um, did you visit a single Vanderpump establishment? I did not. EJ. I know. I really wanted to hit up TomTom. Yes. Oh, my God. You would not, you've never been to TomTom. I've Tom never Tom. been to TomTom. Tom. I've been to Sir and I've been to Pump. I'm a little mad at you. I'm a little mad at me. 
girl. I know, but like our day was halted because we went to go see that new Tarantino movie, what? Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. It's about the Sharon Tate murder and Manson. Oh, you really did go see that movie? I really did go see that movie. You didn't tell me that. Oh, it was really good. It had a twist at the end I really wasn't expecting, but like, heads up, if you've ever seen a Tarantino there's always some scene where there is blood and gore to, like, the yeah. hilt. And, like, I'm a creeper, and I'm like, I didn't even flinch. <laughs> yeah, no, you're tough like that. Yeah. I love Because I know it's fake. It's uh, Brad Pitt really isn't murdering somebody. No. Right? I mean, I love grisly true crime to listen uh-huh. to, but when I watch it, I'm squeamish like a baby. Like, oh, blood. I mean, I definitely napped during that movie. There's <laughs> 26 minutes I didn't see. <laughs> Do you remember when I fell asleep at in Beauty t- and the Beast yes. and then woke up and was like, it's cool. I know this story. <laughs> Here's the thing. I didn't, like, nod up for 26 minutes straight. It was in chunks okay. over a period of time. So, like, I would nod up for, like, a couple of minutes. So, was it come not to. that good? Why were you so sleepy pants? Oh, jet lag. Uh, okay. Alcohol? Like, we went to three bars uh, before right. we went to the theater. Also, pot is legal in California. You don't have to admit <laughs> I did not. Here. No, no, no. I solely, <laughs> you know, had my mimosas, some gin and tonics, some wine, I got mixed. Oh, I got introduced to a Pim's cup. Have you had one of those before? I have heard of. That's gin adjacent. Kind of. My friend Cam, who's super into like royal, like the royals, Mm -hmm. you love everything about Cam. But like the (laughs) Pim's cup is like a salad in a cup that gets you drunk. Mm. There's like mint. There's cucumber. There's orange. It's Uh, really sweet salad. A sweet salad, absolutely. But no, it was really good. But anyway, yes, of course, I was obsessed with my trip to LA and. there was lots of screaming and singing and dancing. Yeah. I feel like my voice is a little shaky. It'll come back eventually. You sound good. Thank you. Can I tell you what I'm obsessed with? I would love. So you were gone. I, I, had, I had time to myself. Yeah. I had time in the living room. Just me, a couple of cats, and some documentaries. Uh-oh. Uh, you guys. I watched two documentaries. Um, two? Two. Okay. Um, so we really love the podcast, True Crime Obsessed. I think saying we love it is an understatement. We are just short. We are just short of being a true crime obsessed Obsessed show. Yeah, Yeah. fan show, essentially. But, um, they also have a lot of other fans. And recently, uh, on their Instagram, they put up a poll asking fans to vote on their top 10 episodes. Uh Uh-huh. And overwhelmingly, I saw people voting for a documentary called Jesus Camp. Yeah. And also another one called The Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. So it's much a alliteration. Twist, it's a tongue twister. I had to say it slow. So, uh, you know, being the dedicated fan that I am, I don't like to listen to the podcast if I haven't seen the documentary because oh. I don't find it, like, quite as fun. It's like I'm not in on the joke yeah. yet. So... Friday night, I think it was. I watched both. <gasps> Tell me everything. Ermagerd. Yeah. So I started with the Wild and Wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Uh huh. Johnny Knoxville produced this. Remember from Jackass? Of course. We yeah. all know. So it debuted at the 2016 Tribeca Film Festival. Good for him. So it is a story of this whack ass family from West Virginia, the Whites. Now, their last name is White. Like, they all do happen to also be racially white. Uh Uh-huh. But it, like, the title of the movie does kind of throw you, like, the the wild and wonderful Whites of West Virginia. Like, there's a lot of white people in West Virginia, but it's not, we're we're talking the last name. Got it. So, they're this, like, dynasty of trouble family. Okay. Like, they are outlaws, have been for generations. 
Um, I <laughs> went to golf with my weekly golf partner, uh-huh. who happens to be a guy from West Virginia. And I told him I watched a documentary, and he looked at me. He's like, "You did?" And I said, "Yeah." And, you know, have you seen it? He goes, "Yes, I've seen the movie, and and in real life, I have witnessed this." Yes. So, I mean, you guys. Basically, they inadvertently made a documentary about the opioid crisis oh, yeah, <laughs> in of West course. Virginia. At one point, this guy is like popping pills, showing all these pills he has. And he takes a pill baller out and he goes, you want to hear the mating call of West Virginia? And like rattles his prescription bottle. Oh, Jesus. It's bananas, this documentary. I mean, just white trash, this dynasty of yeah. Boone County, West Virginia. I don't even know how else to explain it. And then I moved on and watched Jesus Camp. Oh, my God. I listened to that podcast. I did it after I watched. I didn't watch it. I'm so glad I did it in my order. Uh, yeah. You Tarantino'd yourself. I always Tarantino myself. It's you my did. favorite thing to do. Oh, my God. It's okay. So Jesus Camp is about this whack-ass woman named Becky Fisher who, like, when you listen to the podcast. Mr. Becky Fisher. Mr. Becky Fisher, they call her because they are like, oh, this is a cross-dresser. <laughs> and um, she runs this evangelical summer camp where she's indoctrinating children. It was made in 2006, so very, like, kind of close still to 9-11 yeah. and war very heavily at the time. That's true. Um, basically to, through the power of Christ and the Bible, to indoctrinate children to rise up against uh, Muslims, mm-hmm. against abortion, against uh, evolution. Science. Uh, science. <laughs> global warming. Ugh. Um, it's, it's disturbing. But if you're someone who finds disturbing things entertaining, entertaining like, like you do, you, Jesus Camp is for you. And I highly recommend you follow it up with the True Crime Obsessed recaps of both of those. Um, wasn't mad at my Friday night, gotta tell you. Honestly, that sounds I'm really good. But I can't stop thinking about it. I really need you to watch both. Okay. So we can talk about it. Maybe on this podcast. Which order? Jesus Camp or Wild? I, I don't think it matters. No. I watched Wild West Virginia first and then Jesus Camp, but you could go the other way. Okay. Now they have anything to do with each other and you don't actually have to watch them at the same time like I did. Truth. I had the time. You did. Well, you're leaving this weekend and I'm going to be home alone, so. Yeah. Yeah. So, and I, I bought Wild Whites on our Amazon account. Well, my Amazon account that's hooked up to the living Y'all, we're not TV. that married. Oh, God. We are called a mom married. You know that, right? I do. Okay, we let's move on. Sounds like a great idea. Yeah. So, guys, this week's pod is a little different. We're obviously going back to our normal format. Um, We've got questions. We had to go find the answers. And the show this week is kind of going into a subject that is borderline conspiracy theory. And we don't mean to be, like, fans of conspiracy theories. They just boggle our minds so much. We have questions. We have so many questions. So Amy, you were listening to a podcast a few weeks ago because I came home and told you I was listening to a show on XM Radio, mm-hmm. <laughs> Andy Cohen's like radio channel with yes. Jeff Lewis from Flipping Out. And he had a woman on who had been impregnated by an alien. And, and was like, telling Tell me, me her, but it was like, why didn't you start with that? And Very then w. we were talking about just like, the cuckoo bananas of that all. And then you told me about a new phrase I'd never heard of before. Right. So, because you were telling me that story and you were telling me just like how deeply she believed it. Yes. believed in this. And that Jeff Lewis, who is the rudest motherfucker yeah. on Bravo, and that's saying something. Yeah. Um, and entertaining like, as well. Almost kind of afraid of her. So it was very kind. He was leaning in. And so I was like, well, it's so interesting that you bring this up. 
said, I listened to a podcast today, and it's a podcast that I listen to regularly, Sword and Scale. Yeah. But they kind of took a weird turn on episode 142 and talked about the concept of targeted individuals. Yeah. And so I said, Erica, have you ever heard that phrase, targeted individuals? And before? I said, no. <laughs> I was like, me neither. But the podcast, Sword and Scale, explained to me what a targeted individual was and then went into a true crime story of a mass shooting committed by a self-described targeted individual. So we were like, Merk, let's let's put our like investigative ears on here. Yeah. And then um Podcast Detectives. Let's let's <laughs> let's dive deep. Let's unpack. Yes. So we started like looking it up and uh, I was like, okay, pause, listen to the podcast, and then we decided it's gonna be our today's topic. Today's topic. So what's a targeted individual? Yes. On uh, Sword and Scale, I learned, and then through other mediums. Mediums. It's essentially somebody who has the belief that the government, or in some cases, aliens or uh, some sort of underground organization, is attacking them within their own minds. Yes. So basically harassing and stalking uh individuals repeatedly chronically and it's it's the belief of this one individual that this organization is attacking me not with guns or outside violence but within my own mind yeah and they self-identify as a targeted individual or a ti yeah and you know if i can go like a layman's terms Think about the silly neighbor or crazy uncle that would put, like, tinfoil on his head to sure. make sure the government can't hear his thoughts. Right. Those right. are the kind of people that we're talking about who are not really for TV and movies as, like, a funny punchline. They're real, and they're in our everyday lives, and Amy and I have listened to quite a lot of shows. And guys, shit, guys, remember when we did our incel show and we kept telling you that we're not well? We're like 40% not well. Literally, I came home, Erica was home first and looked right at me and goes, I'm 40% dark down. <laughs> so and I was like, girl, same. Like, I've been researching this the oh, past yeah. several days yeah. and I'm a little weirded out. Honestly, my Google history is like, when does a Taylor Swift album come out? <laughs> What's the score for the Orlando City soccer game? Targeted individuals. What's the weather in LA? Targeted individuals. Targeted individuals. Like, it's this is my life. I love how dedicated you are yeah. to Podcast Rewind. Of course. Okay. I'm nothing if I'm not dedicated to Podcast Rewind. So, you know, we had to get into it. We had to figure it out. I, I still, like I've already been telling you during prep, a little vague on what these people actually believe because I feel like it really varies from person to person. Yeah. So we know that it's somebody who... From what we have found in our research is somebody who maybe at one point in time was in the military or maybe worked for the FBI or CIA and eventually mm -hmm. was let go or somebody Very often or somebody who worked for Microsoft or Google, mm -hmm. people who are kind of close to big ticket things. But then at the same time, you've got like a grandma who's been living her life for 76 years, but then now all of a sudden feels like the government is coming for her. Right. It's hard to pinpoint what this looks like. And you've also got to kind of go back to our Flat Earthers episode where 
when we're talking about these TIs and we are seeing individuals, they have found themselves a community mm-hmm. where they feel like they belong the way that flat earthers do or anybody who, and we're going to call this a conspiracy, live under that umbrella. They find themselves a community because that's where they belong because they have been ostracized from everything else in their life. Right. And in this day and age in 2019, the internet enables this in a way that would not probably be possible. So true. Even a decade ago. Yeah. So I think that's why it becomes so much more dense and even problematic to, I'm going to say, normies. Yeah. Like you and me, because um, these people are committing crimes sometimes. Yes. Because these thoughts overtake them, their paranoia overtakes them so badly that, like, you know, mass shootings, like, look at just this weekend. Yeah. You know, people who have these, like, overwhelming thoughts of, you know, action. So anyway, so again, let's try to understand what a targeted individual believes. So when I listened to Sword and Scale episode 142, where I even heard this term for the first time, the example that was given was, let's say you're getting gas Uh and a person in a white car pulls up to the pump next to you. If you are a targeted individual or believe that you are in your head, the person in the white car gives some sort of signal. Yep. Then you finish up buying your gas. It's You're living a normal American life. You finish up buying your gas. You get back on the road. All of a sudden, a white car pulls up behind you. And then you notice a white car up ahead of you on the road. Yep. And then all of these white cars are all around you. They're coming in on you. They are coming in for the attack. You believe. Yes. Because... If you believe that you're a targeted individual, that may be how it manifests manifests itself to you. When really, like, probably 30% of the cars on the road are white. white. But now you're identifying every single white car you see as part of the conspiracy. Yeah. And, again, like, where I get lost is, what exactly are they trying to do to you? Yeah, that's the confusing part is, you know, I was listening to a podcast called The Conspiracy Show with Richard Surratt. And the episode I listened to is called Tips for Targeted Individuals. And now this is a weekly YouTube show that then is recast as a podcast and um, from 11 p.m. to 1 a.m. So it's a late night YouTube show live. and Every night or once a week? Sunday nights. Sunday nights. Um, and I enjoyed that in the beginning he was like, feel free to subscribe. I know YouTube demonetized us, but we still need to get our message out there. And I was like, oh, good. YouTube did demonetize you. Good to know. Because you don't need to be making money off of this. Someone had to report that, though. You know YouTube, like, I really wasn't out there. Good job. No, please. Um, But he had on an executive director of an international organization in regards to targeted individuals. And his mandate was helping targeted individuals who are the victims of covert torture and electronic harassment. And so he was part of the military. He left after a couple of years. Um, he believed that they knew he was gay, though he never came out, mm-hmm. and felt like after he left that he was being targeted for being gay in the military when it wasn't, um, it was during the don't ask, don't tell phase. Sure. So, um, he really believes that he has been implanted, and so that's part of these things that, um, TIs believe that there have been, you know, chips implanted in their bodies, and he deeply believes that the reason that he has his symptoms of TI, which conclude are dizziness, headaches, fatigue, confusion, sometimes saying the wrong word when he means right, he says left. And it's like things that are 
the everyday like human brain is working really fucking hard already. Yeah, because he's I, associating to being a TI. I want to say like girl same. Yes. Like I'm a TI. I, I guess I'm a TI then because look, sometimes I get dizzy. I very regularly say the wrong word on, <laughs> on this, this podcast. Show. Yes. Ask my mother. She tells me every, every single time, time I misspeak. One of the things that he talked about the most was like the ringing in his ears. And that is a true medical condition sometimes, having a ringing in the ears or your equilibrium is off or well, you were in a room with loud noises and you left and like that ting is still going. You were just at a concert Saturday night. Yes. Did your ears not ring afterwards? Everything rang afterwards. Exactly. My body was in pain. So I also, on on a Sword and Scale and on another show that I listened to called um, FFCHS Saturday Night Podcast, which you guys, mm-hmm. FFCHS is an organization of TIs. And here's what it stands for. Freedom from covert harassment and surveillance. Yep. So this is an organization of folks who all believe that they're TIs. They've organized online. This one guy hosts a Saturday Night Podcast where it's basically internet-based. Yes. So, and I believe it's also broadcast on YouTube. But people, people can kind of dial in from their phones and have open dialogue, which, by the way, it's not really a podcast because it happens live, so it's really radio that they just capture and put out as a podcast. But let me tell you what this one woman was saying. She was talking about her symptoms on that podcast. Yeah. And also was introduced on Sword and Scale that a lot of these people believe that the government, via microwave-like technology, can send images, sounds, smells like, senses directly into T.I.'s heads. Yeah. So, uh, this woman, for instance, was saying, the government's doing it again. They're sending me porn in my brain. And I'm like... <coughs> Sorry, it's no. so funny. Baby girl, um, I think you just had a sex dream. <laughs> or you just thought about sex. Or you just thought about sex. Like, it happens. Yeah. But, you know, she's describing... What is a natural thing that, look, I do many times a day <laughs> is to think about sex or to think about something that's not happening right now. Yeah. Um, she's taking that as the government has installed a, some sort of a microwave type uh, receiver yes. in her head and are sending her these signals. I mean, I, I was telling you before the show got started that I have Princess Raspberry Beret stuck yes. in my head. Well, to me, I just know that a song is stuck in my head. Yeah. A T.I. would think that the government is microwaving yes. that sound directly into their brain to harass them for whatever gain they think yeah. the government would get from it. That's a great question. Like, the gain of it all is, like, the crazy part. Right. Like, what about Why? you is the government so interested in and... And why? I mean, like, when you were talking earlier about, you know, the white cars at the gas station, Mm -hmm. there's other theories with TIs that they feel like sometimes a whole scene plays out, like in a movie, that everybody around them in the McDonald's is all fake and a plant and creating this scene of people ordering food and sitting down. And, like, you can see that playing as a movie in your head that, like, somebody's looking around and everything's all of a sudden weird. Mm -hmm. But TIs feel like that that's so part of it. Yeah. And that, like, the government is sending these people and that they're all in on it. And that, like, they're creating this scene for them. Why? Again, like, yeah, my big question is, again, what I think is 
I think I'm a fairly sane person. Yeah, I have I mean, jury's still out. I have problems. Yeah. <laughs> but, um, you know, my question to someone that self-identifies as a TI would be like, well, what the fuck is so special about you? Mm-hmm. Why, it, for your McDonald's scene situation, why would all of these people pretend to work at McDonald's to the point where, like, they have the costume, uh-huh. they have, you know, learned enough of the operating guidelines yes. to, like, create food. They know why how would change all on the double... All- quarter pounder or whatever exactly right all these other customers have taken time out of you know their okay. lives and work and families to um create this scene in front of you and also what the hell do you think they're doing we're just ordering food at mcdonald's guys like they're they're not knocking you towards war are they like what do you think you know what it is it's the truman show yeah sure remember in the scenes where he does try in the movie to throw people off a little bit mm-hmm. and then he can see that people are still doing the same thing they did the day before and he starts to like trigger and like register it all I have to imagine that's how they feel that they're living this Truman Show life where they are the one difference in the scene yes. everybody around them is working together the problem is with all of our research we have now mind you there's a lot of websites that you can go to we mm-hmm. haven't uncovered the why why you Right. Why now? Why this sperm? <laughs> Thank you, Elwood. <laughs> um, that was a great legally bond blonde reference, you. by the well, way. Like it's hard. No, but but here's where, like, okay, if those people just want to be crazy on their own, that's one thing. Here's where, though, it's not okay. So, for instance, the Sword and Scale episode that I keep bringing up. Um, after it lays out what the concept of a TI is, goes into this crime created by, or I'm sorry. Um, perpetuated by a man named Gavin Long, who was an ex-Marine. He was a black man. He lived in Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And uh, I think in 2016, he killed three police officers and injured three more. He was targeting police officers because he had a solid belief that uh, police in Baton Rouge were targeting uh, racial profiling regarding him and other black men in Louisiana he just, and, and look, you know, racial profiling, there had just recently had been one of those horrible situations where a policeman had um, shot an unarmed black man mm-hmm. in the community, and that was uh, a big protest moment. It was hot in the news at that yeah. time. But this man, Gavin Long, um, just just took it internally too far began to self-identify as a TI, and there's online manifestos that yeah. back all of this up. And that's what the Sword and Scale was about because he finally cracked and went on this killing rampage. Yeah. And so, I mean, like, that's where it gets dangerous. And, you know, you and I both, just like when we did our incel show, mm-hmm. didn't only want to, like, listen and make fun and tell these people oh, that they're yeah. wrong. I really tried to listen to podcasts Same. this week for research from... TIs yep. from their perspective to try to like get it. So, okay. But I, I listened to one today called PAX, International. And this was episode 2060. I don't know if it's technically really his 2060th episode Yikes. or if he's just Mark randomly. Mark doesn't even have that many. He was like the first podcast ever. Yeah, no, I think he's <laughs> randomly assigning numbers. Sure, to his... I can do it too. Welcome to episode 496 of Podcast Rewind. Exactly. <laughs> but this, this episode that I listened to was titled Solutions for Targeted 
individuals, comma, part one. So I thought, okay, maybe it's a targeted individual who is going to, maybe I'm going to hear his point of view and what he would say to others and be enlightened. The first thing I noticed when I opened this podcast and started playing it was that it was 596 minutes what long. does that even mean in hours? I think that's like six, tens. It's 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 like a dozen hours. It's, it's, it's bananas. bananas. It's bananas long. And so I'm listening to it. It's one of those podcasts, and we only talk about this when we talk about crazy bullshit. It's a monologue podcast. It oh, is not yeah. produced. There are not opening credits. There is not a co-host. There is not a narrative, a theme, a show flow to this podcast. It's a man ranting on a mic. And so instead of um, trying to take notes on the content of it, I just started writing down my own thoughts. Cool. Would you like to hear? Yeah, I would. So my first note about Pax International is, is he in a Starbucks? (laughs) Because he's clearly in public somewhere. Oh, no. I hear a dog at one point. People are coming by. It sounds commode. Like he could be in the food court of a mall, Mm. in a Starbucks. He is in public somewhere. My second note is voice changer question mark because it's a weird distorted voice it doesn't like we've all heard someone call into the radio with the voice changer it's yeah. very like weird it wasn't like that but it feels like he was distorting his it's own voice, voice boxing yeah it, it didn't sound like a like full man's voice okay and then i just wrote down rambling and at this point i lost hope in trying to make sense of this podcast yeah. so i started writing down keywords okay and when you I wrote down the good and the bad keywords, sure. but string it together, here's here's what I caught in the, and I will say, I did not listen to 596 no minutes of this, no. but in the time that I was willing to give this in order, here's what I caught. Toxic parents, duplicitous press, control, rage, Holocaust blew, Holocaust blew over, what? profiling, high functioning, Hitler was not considered psychotic, watch out for normies. Like, that's what I just jotted down until I was like, yeah, no, i got to turn this off. Yeah, I was listening to stuff like this over my lunch break and reading articles and was seeing, like, the New York Times, Wired Magazine, Mm -hmm. all these places you could quickly do a Google, go to the Googs, and get great articles. But then it was going into, like, Tumblr pages and then reading the comments. And that's where the stuff was. That's the scary point. That was the scary part. Comments are of... The devil. Comments on the internet is where the trolls live. live. But people were like, hi, my name is Jill. I live in Iowa. I am a TI. I was TI'd as a young age. I was given incorrect education. My teachers lied to me. They never set me up for a future. I have been targeted forever. Like, And people were just like, reach out to me. I want to be an ambassador for our community. And it was getting dark and weird and like toxic and they just fed on top of one another and it was insane and when you talk about listening to a podcast from that side like of course I listened to that conspiracy show but I gave a show a listen I don't even remember what it was called but it was all about the FFCHS the freedom from covert harassment and surveillance surveillance Mm -hmm. and it was four hours long and I don't know what I was listening to it sounded like a mic setup for four hours of a show or a broadcast and part of me wonders if they were doing that and making this fake noise, but there was another subthread of the sound I couldn't hear yes. for their real conversation. I started listening to that show. It was freaking me out as well. 
And I just, so I listened to, so that show that you're talking about, it's like FFCHS-something yes. is the title of yes. the show. I tried, because searching out the shows, yeah. I started to listen to that as well. And I thought that, I listened to their episode one and it was 30 seconds of dead air. And then a, can you hear me, Mike? Uh-huh. And then like 30 more seconds of dead air. And I was like, oh, these guys just don't know what they're doing. Like back when we posted our first podcast. <laughs> we didn't know what we were doing. We just like yelled into a mic for an hour and they were like, oh my God, we made we're a show. podcast. Oh my God, it's best dad. Yeah. I thought it was that. And so I stopped listening to it, but then you came home and told me that you listened to it and gave me your that. perspective of like, but maybe a TI, maybe there's like, if you really believe that there are your radio waves or your microwaves yes. catch it different. Maybe there's more audio there. I was like, Ooh. yeah, Ugh. I know. I mean, those are the things that like, you know, when you look up TIs, these people hear voices, they see lights, they feel like strongly that they've been implanted. There's so many things and there is this deep paranoia. Yes. There's also a clear psychosis. I had a, a moment today when I was Googling everything. And of course, the Googs likes to give you, like, well, do you want to look at this next? How about this? How about this? At least you've done a rabbit hole. Because you've done this K-hole. The K-hole <laughs> is, like, the father of TI. I'm like, oh, my God. I have to tell Amy. There is a head of targeted individuals. Mm-hmm. There's a father. Mm-hmm. And then I'm going further. The Miskovich, if Miskovich. you will. Yes. And they're like, there's a mother of TI. And I'm like, great. I'm, like, taking notes. God and bless. then it's like, how much money does TI make? And I'm like, I didn't think they made money. And then I realized I was just now researching the rapper T.I. <laughs> <I'm like, laughs> now I am taking notes on the rapper T.I., his parents, how much he makes a year, what his wife is doing, is she out of jail? I was like, I have to stop. Shelly Miscovic. Where is Shelly Miscovic? I was like, oh my God. Hey. <laughs> Girl, you meant well. I meant so well. So like a whole page of my notes are gone. Okay, but like- this is not a show about T.I. <laughs> Turns out. To bring it back to Target. But what if they came to the show together and you're like, we're doing a show about TI. And I was like, great, I have so many facts. He's only an okay rapper, but let's do this. This would have gone sideways. (laughs) And I'm like, so he did a song with Justin Timberlake. You'd be like, what? (laughs) He's on one of my favorite um, Pitbull songs. It's fine. We can move on from (laughs) TI. You're welcome. Okay, but so the more, okay, so I'm like, I was trying to give, you know, T.I.'s a chance, like, you know, The rapper, so, chance to rap T.I., <laughs> nailed it. Yes, got you. Um, but just like when we were researching incels and flat earthers, I was trying to listen to podcasts from their side just to, like, empathize, right? Sure. And so, and listen, like I said, you know, I just hear crazier bullshit. Like, on that Saturday night show, I heard it, like, a lot of just infighting with them yeah. and, you know, the people that were talking on the show. Um, but... Made me really continue to relate them to the incels and the flat earthers that we've talked about on this show because without the internet, Mm -hmm. that community would not be nearly as strong or I think nearly as dangerous. Yeah, well, I think that's how the internet is in general. Now, while I think that the flat earthers are one of the most benign of the conspiracy theorists, it's still, I mean, it's an insult to science and therefore a true crime, as Jillian from True Crime Obsessed, yes. you know, will attest to. Garbage bell. Um, ding, ding. But, uh, like, you know, the incels are committing mass shootings and the TIs are yeah. also committing mass shootings. And also on sort of the scale, at the top of the show before they talked about Gavin Long, uh, the host had on a psychologist who talked about, you know, he's somebody that studies specifically 
this type of what he described as a paranoid psychosis. So it's so interesting that you brought up earlier that a lot of these individuals are in the military community or the technology community because they're not dummies. No. Just like flat earthers, they're not stupid. It's just like the wrong switch flipped in their brains and they've gone the wrong way. And here's what was so scary. The psychologist said that uh, a TI is one of the most difficult patients to treat because of their high level paranoia and again because the internet has brought them together in such solidarity that they have three rules within their community Uh number one do not ever take any medicine yeah because you don't know what's in that pill it could be part of this harassment that the government or what's making you take the pill right second of all as soon as your relatives or your friends try to start to talk to you about your new odd behavior, they're in on it. Of course. So it turns them against their close circle. And third, never listen to doctors. All doctors are in on it. Those so that kind of ties back ever. to the medicine thing. Yes. But if you think about it, so if you have somebody so indoctrinated and, you know, like what we kind of found with the incels and the flat earthers they do come together in these communities, mostly over the internet, because they're so ostracized by by yeah. by society because it's not normal how they behave and what they think. Yeah, that they find comfort within each other online and they bond. Yeah, it's very clear that they're um, you know the community. When I was listening to that conspiracy show, I can't begin to tell you how many times the guests said the word. In our community, our community, in this community, yes. to the point where I was like, God, I'm at work, but this is a killer drinking game. Like, <laughs> I got my water on y'all. Like, I was just right. chugging water sitting at my desk because I was the, the continuation of, I'm not alone. I have others. And the conversation um, was rogue and manic. And I have to imagine the way that that they were explaining that these people are so hard to treat is the way it's hard to treat bipolar disorder due to yes. like the high manic levels. Yes. You can't be sick. I feel happy. Who needs sleep? Look at me. I'm so productive. I can run for 30 days straight and mm-hmm. not need anything. And then here's my two week crash. And then I can't get to a doctor cause I'm so depressed. Oh, but look, I'm back up again. That was just a weird spell. It's very clear when you listen to these podcasts and whether or not you guys decide to listen to these shows or just take a quick Google and read like the wired article yeah, or we're not recommending time. that you no. do we did it for you just like the incels always we're always we did doing it so the hard you work to. but it's definitely worth noting that i think at the end of the day it's an issue and it has to definitely be some kind of mental disorder yeah. to deeply believe that you've been implanted and then like seek people out to like scan your body find my implants and like not of the booby variety and i yeah. just you know what i mean like it's interesting and it was sad to hear. Yeah, I because these people had a solid life plan, and it went hard left. Yeah, you know, I, especially with the guys that came out of the military that now believe that they're targeted individuals. Yeah, I feel like there's like a PTSD thing at factor there. Exactly. Um, I read a Wired.com article that I think you read as well, where this journalist who is not part of the TI community was. Um, interested and you know entered with caution and was invited to basically like a weekend conference kind of in the mountains at like kind of a summer camp for TIs where again because these people are so afraid of um, 
society that they bond together. Yeah. But this journalist went and they allowed him in and he was was talking to people and he said that overwhelmingly the uh, TIs were telling him, just thank you for believing us. Thank you for not yeah. saying that we're wrong. Thank you for taking our position seriously yeah. because all society does is tell us that we're wrong. Yeah. And that's why we only have each other to talk to. And that's such a good point because I feel after listening to all this stuff and reading it, I believe that they believe that this is happening oh, to yeah. them. To them, it's real. They're I not putting anything on. I believe their feelings. Yes. I'm of the stance that it is not happening, mm-hmm. but I would never tell them that their feelings are incorrect. But I would want to get them to a doctor. But like the to a, a doctor. doctor, it's that. interesting. You know, um, when we were talking about this earlier, there is this thread I think in society of this like believability that we can go deep in on things. You love a Doctor Phil moment, sure do. There are you will tell me all the time. So and so thought that they were marrying somebody from this country. They drained their account, their kids' account, life savings, etc. Mm-hmm. Sent over a million dollars to some stranger because they really believed at the end of the day this stranger on the internet was their true love. I don't think that TIs and those kind of people and flat earthers are all very different. I think that there is such a similar thread. Yeah. How and why we got there as a society that we can't see the forest through the trees of like the ridiculousness of it all. Is the crazy factor? Is it the rise of communication and internet and this new wave? I th- yeah, I mean, I think they're all lost souls, right? Yeah, of course. And, and not to be and pragmatic we, about it. Have we always had this many lost souls? But because of the internet, now we know about them more. Snaps, girl. That's exact. Yes. Well, not only do we know about them more, they know about each other. It's like they fuel each yeah. other even harder okay. because. You know, on on their own, like back in the seventies or eighties, there were people that had yeah. thoughts, thoughts that weren't with necessarily the norm of society. Yeah. And some of them are the most worthy people ever, right? But now, because of the internet and the way that you can connect, like yeah. the internet can seriously be the fucking devil. Totally. And you know, they not only meet and communicate. The problem is they fuel each yes. other. So, like I was saying earlier, with like the three big rules of don't take medicine, don't listen to your family, don't listen to doctors. Yeah, it's like, you know, maybe somebody on their own could have um, had their family do an intervention, and you know, like, hey, like Susie just went off the rails. Like, we need to do something about this. Yeah, but, but now Susie has. 500 friends online telling her, don't listen to your mom, don't listen to your best friend, don't listen. Um, and so, like, I think it's this scary, like, yeah. forcing numbers online that's making it even worse. And, yeah. you know, again, like, we were kind of saying before, like, with the flat earthers, go ahead and think the earth is flat. It hurts me none. Yeah. Y'all are wrong, but it hurts, yeah. it hurts me none. You know, with the incels, we took a different approach, and I feel like with the targeted individuals, we need to take a different approach Agreed. because I have seen several instances of them committing violence yep. in the community. The incels even more so than targeted individuals, but still early days, I think. Yeah. Right? So it's like, think whatever you want on your own time. You do whatever crazy shit you want to do. If you want to get catfished, catfished, by by your Nigerian prince government and give them your entire you know life savings Mm -hmm. that's on you sure but if you're getting to a place where you're getting yourself you're letting your paranoid psychosis take over uh, you won't let any doctors or friends help you and the internet is making you worse and when you walk into a shopping center with a gun now I have a problem with the way you think 
Com- uh, and that's you know what I mean with all things. Absolutely right. Yeah, I think you know at the end of the day, our main thing is when we ask these questions, especially when it comes to these dark things. And guys, thank you for the Sorry, journey y'all. and going Darking on with us. Out. But you know what? These are things we must be woke about. Yeah. And I wish in 2019 we didn't have to be, but you most certainly need to know your surroundings. You need to lock your doors. You need to carry your keys in your fingers if it's late at night, <laughs> walking groups, like things Again, like not that. not to be alarmist, but you know, but safety take, first. Take care of yourselves out there. Absolutely. So I think that we all know a little bit more about TIs. We're all a little bit more woke to it all, and we can all agree our microwave is only telling us our popcorn is ready, and that's about it. That is it. I have one more fact that I just have to drop before we walk away, and that is that we mentioned the FFCHS, the Freedom From Covert Surveillance, blah, blah, blah. There is another well-known acronym in that community, Uh V2K, and that stands for Voice to Skull Technology. Is that yeah. when they think that their microwave is, like, mm-hmm. sending them, like, mm-hmm. signals? Like, the like woman that was like, they're sending me porn again. I'm like, oh, baby, you're just having a sex no. fantasy in the middle of the day. Happens to us all. That's all right, girl. Lean in. You got it. Okay. Whew. Let's take a, let's take a, let's take a stretch. Breathe in. <gasps> Breathe Breath out. out. Namaste. Namaste. Let's do some pop-ups. Let's do some pop-ups. Okay. Can I go quickly? Sure you can. So, um, there has been a story in the news in like the last year and a half, and it is all about this like New York City, like heiress slash like 20 year old socialite named mm-hmm. Anna Delvey. Mm-hmm. Have you heard about her? Oh, yes, girl. I read the cut article about her. Yeah, 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 yeah. There are going to be, I think there's a Netflix documentary yeah. and an HBO documentary about her. I love her. a dueling documentary. You know I do. We fire festival the shit out of that. The shoy shoot. So anyway, you've got me hooked on Not Another True Crime podcast from the Betches. I love it. I love that show. Yeah. Their July 29th episode was a, wait, what was Anna Delvey really like? I love their weight what's. So love them. here's the thing. Anna um, Delvey slash Anna Sorkin mm-hmm. from Europe came over to America, conned friends or conned friends, employers, big wigs, socialites out of a lot of money to the point where girlfriend lives on Rikers Island. <laughs> oh because she was she staying in hotels but like on fake wire transfers, etc. So on this episode, they had Rachel Deloach Williams, who was friends with Anna, who <gasps> ended up going on the stand in like the a prosecution. Friend, a friend interview. This girl got her sixty grand out of her <gasps> to the point where during Wait, the Anna tr- got sixty grand out of Rachel. Uh-huh. So was Rachel and Eris on her own? She had a large Amex account somehow. <laughs> I know. Unclear how this all worked out, but. During the trial, she tried to slip in, like, Anna owes me 60K on my Amex. And while the jury put Anna away, they did not rule in favor of Rachel and her Amex bill. <laughs> she has to go to Silver for that. Amex came through and was like, we see you, girl. We'll take care of you. But it shot her credit. I yeah. mean, this girl was living her best life in New York and just... Moving fake money around, giving people wire transfer numbers, but missing a number. And then being like, oh my God, did I forget a number? Let me get right back to you. She's an interesting person because she was so young. She was honestly not that interesting of a person. Not that gorgeous. You think of a New York City social. You think Paris Hilton. You think tall, 
thin and like this, um, you know, she was kind of honest opinion real quick. I've never thought Paris Hilton was all that pretty. No, Nikki was the prettier of the sisters. Yeah. yeah. I just had to but, throw that in. Oh, that's totally fine. You're I also agree. Thank you. Same opinion. But um the Anna Anna Delvey story, I think is just so fascinating that this girl could just con hotels out of money yes. for months on end and live in a hotel and like but also still be getting room service and them being like, okay, but your bill is 30K. Where's the money? She'd be like, oh my God, did that money not come in? Let me get that for you. And just the way she ran Manhattan at such a young age, but her backstory of like living in Europe and yeah. like really not having a lot of money and conning her way through Europe and getting to America is fascinating. To finally hear the story from somebody that was like, I was one of her best friends. Yeah. Is fascinating. She tells a story how one day they were at brunch and she was like, Anna, is what's going on in the news real? are you not really rich? And how like her and Anna and another friend all kind of got into a fight about it. And it kind of came out like, no, Anna was like, yeah, no, I'm, I'm literally conning all of you. And <laughs> she was like, face. but then like the way you do in New York, we just got another round of drinks. Yeah. And like that part was fucked up. So I love that story so much. Yeah. Because do you remember back when we did the podcast where we had our first guest, your old roommate, Rachel, Rachel. Wasserman, now Barnes. Yes. Um, and I told, I did a podcast recap of, uh, stuff you missed in history class. Yeah. And there was a woman in like the early, uh, 1900s yes. pulling all the same shit yes. in London and like writing banknotes, yeah. getting husbands and stuff. Anna. Anna is like a hundred years later doing the same shit and like. But Anna lives in Rikers now. Well, yeah, yeah. Anna got caught. No, I mean, did go well for Sarah. Her name was Sarah. I don't remember her last name. Yeah. Did go well for her in the end. Well, I think, well, no, it did. She became a madam in a brothel, I think, after a while. But did anyway, she murder everybody in her brothel? No. That Wait. was another murder story of yours? Yeah, it was a different murder story. Sorry. <laughs> it was a different murder brothel Anyway, that was my pop-up. I really love it. I mean, look. I feel bad for the people that got scammed out of their money, but I am always down for a bitch lying and just like <laughs> living her best life. Just living, I mean, like yeah, riding high for a few years there and then being like, yeah, you know, I have to go live at Rikers. Listen, she has now. more Instagram followers in her Rikers Island life than you and I combined. Well, because of see? course, because that's who we are as a society. Crime pays. It does literally. Crime pays. Hashtag. <laughs> Fab fit fun affiliate. <laughs> Anyway, Amy, do you have any pop-ups this week? I do have a pop-up. I'll make this quick. So I just mentioned um, Stuff You Missed in History Class from the How Stuff Works Network. Haven't talked about them in a while, but you know what I did do is listen to an episode of a show that we've talked about on PR before, but not in a minute, Stuff Mom Never Told You. Yes. I saw they got a new logo. I was just going to say, so they have new hosts. Remember it used to be Emily and Bridget. Uh We liked Emily and Bridget. But they have new hosts, Anna and Stephanie, and a sweet-ass new logo. Cool. Like, that whole neon thing is very in right now. Like, maybe we'll post it on our Insta this week. I dig the new logo from Steph Mom Never Told You. So I feel like the old one was very like, yeah, we're feminist. But this is like, we're edgy, cool feminists. Yes. So, like, Anna and Stephanie, what I like about them is they're both nerd girls. Okay. Like, they're I love not, a nerd. They're not, like, they're feminists. But, you know, Emily and Bridget were kind of the we don't shave our armpit kind of feminists. Uh-huh. And Anna and Stephanie are like, we go to Dragon Con. Yeah, We like weird shit. We are who we are. We don't apologize for cool. it. Kind of girls. And I'm down for that. So, a couple of weeks ago, they put out an episode. Put out an episode that I listened to called Men Like Beer, 
women like wine? Question mark? Question mark? <laughs> Do we? And it was a cool breakdown of how men and women drink differently yeah. and how society treats men and women yeah. that are drinking. And it was this episode was actually a follow-up to one they had done the week before that they had called Men Like Steak, Women Like Salad. Question I fucking mark? love steak. Come at me, bro. I fucking love steak, oh. too. But evidently, I hadn't listened to it, but they talked about, you know... It's acceptable for a man to sit at a restaurant and order a giant meal and eat it all. If a lady were to do that, the stigma that would be attached. And this is why women order salads on dates. Yeah. But 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 men are like, I don't want to date a salad girl. I want to date a cheeseburger yep. girl. So With wings and beer, like a cool girl. Oh, we're gonna get to cool girls. Uh-oh. So in their episode, men like beer, women like wine. They talked about, like, the, even men do face a lot of stigmatism when it comes to drinking. The girly drink, we yeah. all know, like, if it comes with an umbrella or, um, you know, having a fruit uh-huh. on the side, it's a girl drink. And if you see a man who is just, like, confidently sipping a drink with an umbrella, you're going to call him a pussy. You're going to call him a yeah. wuss. You're going to do these things. And uh, those are supposed to be girl drinks. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about beer and wine specifically. So, um, you know, their stats were like, I think 40%, 47% of men say like beer is their favorite drink. Whereas 53% of women say wine is their favorite alcoholic drink. Got it. Which really like neither of those are are like a giant majority. Like, yeah. And so they really kind of like. I am laughing. I went on a date last night and he had beer and I had wine. (laughs) <laughs> right well and look here's the thing but it depends I, on the location for me i love beer i Same. i drink liquor here and there yeah but i love beer I and can i fuck with the dirty martini uh, yeah i can fuck with the dirty martini too Hard. but i like a lot of wine too i mean basically also they were talking about like women drink a lot less and the stigma of women drinking yeah first of all how you know in the media and in society we never talk about how we need to make sure frat guys drink less we're always chastising women yeah for how they totally. drink and um, the c- common fears of women who drink, first of all, safety. Totally. Second of all, like uh, a lot of women, especially our age, worry about drinking because maybe I'm pregnant. Yeah. And that's like just not a thing men ever no, have they're to. They're never pregnant. And it's always been so acceptable for men to drink in public, but for a woman to be drunk in public is so shameful. A like Where, uh, you know, a man drunk in public is like, ah, there goes Bob again. That's yeah. Fucking Bob. He's hammered every night. Um, it just it was a really interesting episode. They had some really great perspective on things and some cool stats. And of course, they talked about the cool girl of it all. And you know, the cool girl drinks and eats wings and yeah, or drinks beer and eats wings and will put you in your place. But I love that. I'm gonna pre suggest something. Mm-hmm. Let's talk, let's talk about cool girls in the next couple of weeks. I put it right? on the list. Let's put it on, it's the, on list. the list, you guys. Cool girl. Because um, yeah. we think we're cool girls, but we're probably not. No, I know, I know that. Crazy. But the, the cool girl, I never want to be a cool girl. No. I'm my She's own girl. I'm my own woman. But a cool girl is a fake ass. Oh, she's basic. Worse than, she's worse than a basic bitch, and we'll tell you why in an upcoming episode. I love that. So, okay, so I'm definitely putting that on my list tomorrow to listen to. Yes, that's show. Do. Oh my God, please absolutely. Because I need to know. First of all, I also want to go back to the steak versus salad because I'm also I'm now hungry. <laughs> I don't really have a ton of food in the apartment because I just got home. So yeah. wine it is for dinner. I obviously didn't have dinner. That's why I'm 
wasted right now. <laughs> you guys, there's no better podcast than when Amy and I are a wee bit tipsy. We do it for you guys. We do it for you. So, um... On that note, we're going to probably wrap this up. We're going to ask you, as always, come find us on our socials at PodcastRWD. Rate, review, subscribe. Send us a note. Tell us you love us. Send us flowers. I mean, we're really open to anything. Amazon Prime us. Like us on Insta. Yeah, it's all good. Um, But at the end of the day, just remember, you're not a targeted individual. No, you're definitely not. You just like me to go to the doctor. Yeah, all good. But most importantly, no matter what you do at the end of this day, this week, this month, this year, is to not forget. To be kind. And rewind. Bye, guys. <laughs>